into the contest. It is Wednesday, the 26th of January, Australia Day. Welcome to Afternoon Sport. Tim Gilbert here. I am joined by Shane Lee. And Shane O, you're going to get the Barbie out, my friend. Yeah, this is one of my favourite days of the year, Timmy, Australia Day. And uh, the Barbie will be out. There'll be some prawns on the Barbie, mate. Some nice cold beer. And probably a couple of Brian's beers, mate. As you know, I love to drink those beers. Um, yeah, nice a bit of steak, I reckon, and a bit of salad. And, and hopefully the sun comes out and we uh, we can do a bit of swimming, mate. So I'm really looking forward to celebrating Australia Day with the kids. Yeah, I love the O'Brien's as well as the the IPA. Mm. Um, it's um, yeah. yeah, outstanding. So what, was it around Australia Day where you made your debut? It was, wasn't it, in Adelaide for Australia? Yeah, it was, mate. So it has very fond memories for uh, for a number of reasons, mate. And um yeah, to wear the green and gold on Australia Day, mate, that was uh, that was something, mate, definitely. No, absolutely. I was there to watch it, mate. It was a, a brilliant day a few years ago. Now, we have a charity auction, of course, running here at Afternoon Sport for the Cooper Rice Braiding Foundation, who raise really important money for cancer research. There are some amazing things to buy from the auction, including a signed Wallaby jersey. Now, all you need to do is go to Afternoon Sport dot com forward slash auction and have a look at it ash barty just steamrolling steamrolling her way through to the semi-finals rafael nadal under the heat of denis shapalov uh, in the post-match media conference it was really interesting to see what he had to say and uh, we've got plenty of cricket to talk about Now, there's nothing like a healthy head of hair. Shane, when I first met you, those blonde flowing locks, well, they had a life of their own. Yes, Timmy. As they say, look after your hair and everything else will take care of itself. Now, I've got something for you too, Timmy, even with that silver fox look. It's called Main Hair Care. Oh, Main Hair Care. I know it. I absolutely love it. Yes, mate. Specialised men's hair care. Targeting scalp conditions to stimulate scalp and over time improve growth. Oh, it's a fantastic product. It really is. I also note that it's all Australian, fully organic ingredients, Shane. Yep. Not only will you look good, but the scent is just wonderful. Main Hair Care. I'm going to get it on today. And that's spelled M-A-N-E, mainhaircare.com. Ash Barty, well, just brilliant. Uh, <laughs> you blink and you miss it. It was over in 58 minutes. Mate, 58 minutes, 6-2, six, 6 love, Jessica Pergler, um, and just dominated, mate. She didn't make a mistake at all. She moved her around the court. She used her slice backhand. Jim Curry actually said that Ash Barty has the best slice backhand of both men and women around the world. And Roger Federer, if you're listening, will call it a draw. <laughs> but uh, yeah, she's dominating in great form and goes in the semi-finals with you know not a lot, not a lot of court time, Tim, and um, but obviously a lot of confidence. Oh, and the magic of Kyrgios and Kokonakis has just continued to roll down the road too, doesn't it? They're having so much fun on this outside court. They're through to the semis of the doubles. I was having a squiz the other day at the money. It's two hundred grand for making the semi, so it's it's. Uh, it's nothing to be sneezed at, but it's not the money that they're 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 enjoying. They're enjoying this great sense of camaraderie, knocking off all these big names, and enjoying the crowd too. And a lot of the uh, their opposition are not enjoying the crowd, how sort of riled up they're getting. But um, they're definitely encouraging the crowd participation. Look, I think it's great, and it's a whole new generation of of people that are coming to tennis. And I saw Nick Curious say, you know, he he realised he has let a lot of people down in the past, and he now realises that he is a role model. 
and um, and he takes that uh, responsibility, uh, yeah, a lot more. So uh, they're good on Nick Corris, but it's really, really good tennis to watch, and it's um, particularly this time of year around Australia Day, mate. It's good to see the Aussies doing well. And he's on the money about the whole personality thing, isn't he? Because yeah. tennis is a game which needs personalities. It needs those that are a little bit different, and both he and Kokonakis are that. And uh, I think it's every interview that he's done, he keeps readdressing that, re-talking about it, because you get a lot of, uh, how do we put it, chocolate chip cookie style tennis players <laughs> without that sense of personality. And I think that you really do need that. Someone with an enormous personality is Dylan Alcott, and congratulations yes. to him, named Australian of the Year. And uh, he has announced his retirement, but he's looking down the barrel at an eighth Australian Open. Yeah, he plays in his eighth Australian Open final um, this week, and uh, he's the first Australian of the year um, to be given that award with a disability uh, in the 62-year history. But look, the achievements of this guy, like I said, he's not our um, our greatest uh, a disabled tennis player. He's probably our greatest tennis player on, on statistics. You know, three times gold medalist, both in basketball and tennis, don't forget. Um, he won 23 Grand Slam titles and a Newcomb medal. And the words that he used, he said, look, I'm very honoured to get this award, but to all our AMBOs, our firefighters, our doctors, our vaccine um, clinics, uh, this award should really go to you. You deserve it more than me. I'm just a guy that played tennis and enjoys talking. So he's very humble, very Australian and very deserving of that award. Yeah, absolutely. Well said, Shane, because uh, he's an outstanding athlete, but he's got it all, hasn't he? He's got great personality, great empathy, mm. and uh, a great sense of magic as a sportsman. I remember that Wimbledon final uh, just last year. It was so good to watch, and, and I had my kids around the TV as well. They absolutely loved it. Now, Nadal, he doesn't often get criticised. If he does, it's generally from one of his opponents, his contemporaries, for the manner in which he plays. He does take a long time. And Denis Shapalov took him right to the line, five-setter, and he was absolutely uh, tearing his hair out in the uh, the post-match media conference and having a real rip saying that there's uh, a different kind of treatment for someone like Nadal in contrast to himself. Yeah, Shapalov uh, used the words that the referees were being corrupt and I think that's a bit strong. Um, but yeah, there's definitely time limits in between points. Uh, they brought this in years ago when the games were sort of going into the wee hours of the morning and no doubt that Dahl was using more than the, the allotted time. Uh, he is a very, very uh, succinct um, preparation before every ball. You know, he sort of touches his forehead, he touches his ear and he gets into the serve. But as this went into a five-set match and he's been pushed the last two matches, he was getting tired himself and he was really slowing it down and... Um, I, I do feel for Dennis um, on, in this regard, but uh, yeah, I think he might regret using those words corrupt and he sort of tried to smooth over that in the post-match conference, but um, yeah, he's obviously very disappointed. Yeah, and the extended sort of injury break, the the bathroom break. I, I yeah. do wonder about Rafa with, the, with, with you mentioned the forehead and the arm and all that, but what about mm. the shorts and the undies? He's, he's got to get stuff that fits, doesn't he? <laughs> I think the girls in the crowd like it, mate. Probably a few blokes as well. But uh, no, <laughs> look, he, he's a fantastic player. There's no doubt um, Rafa doesn't like playing left-handers. And he's had two in the last two matches, but he's got through those and uh, he's looking very, very good now to uh, really push for his, push for another title. Craig Tiley, of course, the boss of the Australian Open. He's going to struggle to survive, I reckon, post-tournament with with everything that went on, all the histrion- histrionics of um, Novak mm. Djokovic. Look, some of the, the, the feats of the 
open with with Barty and Kyrgios and Kokonas are going to help him. But um, he, he had no choice but to roll over on that Peng Shui t-shirt, man. Yeah, just just another tricky one for him as CEO. And uh, I think, Tim, our prediction will be right that come next year, the Australian Open, he won't be at the helm. Yeah, it will be a difficult one. The Winter Olympics start Friday. I, I, I'm excited in Beijing. Um the biathlon and the the you know the the all the ice skating and the the hockey and the um I don't know if you're a fan of what is it what's the sport where they just uh, they push the rock down the um down the ice what's that again what's it called Cur- oh, hurling, oh, hurling curling curling <laughs> curling that's right and and they get the brush out they they sweep it to uh, yeah yeah. <laughs> it's good to watch. But look, um, it was only a month or so ago, Tim, they had no snow there. So they've been busy making man-made snow and, and the, the slopes look really good now, nice and white. And um, and I'm sure the athletes must be very, very excited to partake in what will be probably a, a games of their lifetime. Yeah, these days they, they, they just ship it in, don't they? I remember the yep. Vancouver Winter Olympics. I was over there for seven weeks and, and Cyprus where uh, Lydia Lassler, um did all her great work. They had no snow and they just shipped it in and, you know, it, you, you wouldn't have known the difference. This is Afternoon Sports. Stay with us. We've got plenty more to talk about cricket, Matildas, NRL, and much, much more. Now, um, no free to wear, uh, but the Women's Cricket World Cup will be shown on KO. Um, and look, most people have got it now, don't they? Channel 9 seem to be getting a, a lot wrong with their, their sport and, uh, and the coverage of sport of late. Um, obviously not uh, the preferred broadcast now for, for men's cricket. Um, they were going to be hosting the Women's World Cup um, and decided not to. And, and the backlash uh, from this, now KO is going to show it free, free of charge, the women's cricket. So, you know, women's sport in this country is on the up and, and people want to watch it. And uh, that's a really big um, message sent to Channel 9 there. I remember in the old days um, back, and they are the old days because I'm going back to the to the late 90s when I started there, it, every sport was on was on 9, wasn't it? It's it's, it's an example mm. of how the world has changed, really. And, um, yeah, but... Uh, I'm looking forward to the Women's World Cup. They play a great brand of cricket and um, it should be a cracker. Now, Mitch Marsh, Dave Warner, they won't take on Sri Lanka in these T20s. They're, they're giving them a rest and, and understandably, of course, uh, particularly with Dave Warner as uh, he tries to sort of nurse a, an ageing body. Yep, so Mitch Marsh, Dave Warner, as you said, and Justin Langer are all having a, a planned break uh, for the Sri Lankan T20 um, uh, upcoming matches. Uh, ben McDermott comes in after a fantastic Big Bash series, 300s he scored, and Josh Hazelwood comes back into the squad. Andrew McDonald will take over as coach. So, look, it's a well-earned break. It's not just the cricket they play, Tim. It's being in these bubbles and the fatigue that sort of goes with that, having to be in your hotel, having to eat in certain times, can't go in that restaurant. It's it's full on. So uh, they deserve a, a well-earned break. Interesting about the coach, eh? Very, very interesting about um, yes. him filling in. Mm. Um, you would thought that uh, Justin Langer would have done everything in his power not to, to step aside, but uh, we'll watch that space with interest. Now, the world game, uh, interesting um, with the, the Matildas playing well, of course, uh, the win over the Philippines, and uh, the Socceroos are going to be playing at Stadium Australia against Japan. Yeah, there's a real sort of glimpse uh, into the past and into the future with the um, with the Matildas. Uh, they won 3-0, 
and, uh, and and look the goods, but just the way they're moving the ball around around the park and uh, and their execution up front's been fantastic. And uh, yeah, they're playing really really good brand of football at the moment. Yeah, and the Socceroos, of course, they've got this clash mm. with Vietnam tomorrow. They'll play Japan at Stadium Australia. They really just need to continue to to win um, if they are going to be in this next World Cup. Now, uh, James Tedesco, he's such a fantastic player on the field. I love him off it as well. Uh, and he, he spared nothing for his engagement party. They went all out. Yeah, what's a, what's a wedding going to cost him after the size of that engagement party and that ring he's put on, put on her finger? So good on him, but it just goes to show all his Roosters teammates were there and uh, they are a very, very close club. Um, and getting the celebrations out of the way before, obviously, a big, big season for the Roosters this year. And in rugby news, they need good news, don't they? Uh, the Waratahs. Kurtley Beal is coming back. He's been playing in Europe. I remember watching Kurtley's Instagram last year and being very envious because there he was in Sorrento in Italy yes. and having drinks in uh, Ischia. And, uh, but uh, he's coming back to play for the Waratahs. And as we saw towards the end of that uh, Wallabies tour, still a, a great player. Yeah, he's only 33 years of age. He's played 93 tests Um but he's been brought back, obviously, on a very, very lucrative deal over in France um, and returns now to the Waratahs and, and hopefully to play a few more games for, for the Wallabies. So, yeah, the coach of the Wallabies obviously having a, a big part of getting him back here and sort of explained to him that, you know, although you've played 93 tests, you probably haven't really fulfilled your um, you know, your potential. So uh, that, that's a really, really good call to get him back, particularly for the Waratahs who have struggled over the last couple of years. So the UFC are getting plenty of publicity outside the octagon and uh, you wonder sometimes whether it's just good engineering or whether it's legit, but there does seem to be some issues. And Garnu, of course, the, the, the heavyweight champ who had the big win on the weekend and a $10 million bombshell. He's looking out. He wants to get out. Yeah, there's a running feud between the boss, uh, Dana White, um, and particularly after he won this last bout. Uh, if he'd lost, uh, they were going to tear up his contract. But he won, uh, and White didn't come in and present him with the, the championship belt and didn't even attend the post-match conference. So uh, it's a real sign that there's a running feud going on now. I think it's real, that one, Tim. And uh, he wants more money. He said he's been paid poorly. Uh, it keeps winning and uh, Dana White not backing down. Some cracking games of NFL this week as it all heats up towards the Super Bowl. Uh, a couple of people that won't be on each other's Christmas card list. <laughs> NFL star Aaron Rodgers and uh, Joe Biden, the president of the US. Yeah, never twain shall meet. Um, Aaron Rodgers just called him out and he said Joe Biden called it was the pandemic of the un- unvaccinated. We all know where Aaron Rodgers stands on, on vaccination. So, yeah, no love lost between those two, that's for sure. Yeah, and uh, just finally, of course, it is Australia Day and it's uh, where it all started for you in, in Australian colours on Australia Day in the City of Churches a few years back. Now, uh, you've got a story about the most Australian player you ever played with. The most Australian Australian, yeah, is a guy called Carl Rackerman, mate. He was... Uh, if you describe an Australian to me, it's someone who loves a cold beer. It's generally a big farmer, a uh, big blonde farmer. He was that. Um, and someone who says something with minimal words. And um, Carl Rackerman owned all those assets. Uh, he was the, the older player in the Prime Minister's Eleven many moons ago when I was about 19. We had a young 12th man from Canberra. And we were having a few beers the night before. And, and Carl Rackerman said, it's currently raining outside. Youngster, the 12th man, you go outside every 25 minutes. Come back. If it's raining, we have another beer. So the 12th man would run out, come back, and he said, Carl Rackham would say, give us a weather report. And he'd say, it's still raining. He goes, another round of beer, thanks, boys. 
and we were sort of hanging off every word of the, of the big Carl Rackerman, and a girl would walk past, and Carl Rackerman would go, boys, you youngsters, single blokes, that's something. And then he'd order another beer. And then this went off all night, something, that's something. And then I thought I'd sort of get involved, and this girl walked past. I said, is that something, Carl? He goes, that's everything, youngster. <laughs> Carl Rackerman. <laughs> Carl Rackerman. But what a legend. And uh, he played on. He was the ugliest guy to face in the world, Tim. Um, as I said, big broad shoulders, big Queenslander, hit the hit the bat hard and uh, bowled from funny angles, but uh, an absolute cracker of a cricketer and a cracker of an Australian bloke. Clever guy too. I remember when he coached Zimbabwe and I'd, I was on a few tours where he was coaching. He, he, he did a great job. Big Carl Rackerman. That's it for Afternoon Sport today. Make sure you hit follow or subscribe wherever you listen. Big thank you to our sponsors. Yeah, our fantastic sponsors in Main Haircare. That's M-A-N-E, mainhaircare.com. And our fantastic producer, Mr. Dan McHugh. We're back tomorrow with your daily dose of sport. We'll see you then, guys. Take care.